Are we going to do the clap? We're going to do the clap. You know what's funny? The but, clap is unnecessary. It's totally unnecessary because the first time we clapped was because we were recording video too. So we had to clap to sync, sync the audio. Mm. But we're not r- recording video anymore, so it's completely unnecessary. <laughs> like it's it for though. morale. I like it. It's yeah. for morale. So let, ready? We're going to do it. We're going to clap. Okay, we're going to clap on a count of three. Put, oh. put it between your legs. Okay, <laughs> ready? Can we do like snaps? <laughs> you snap with your toes. You can snap your bones. All right, ready? One, two, three. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Dift Podcast. <laughs> We're going to dift it up in here. Yes, We're we going to get difty. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you guys have not listened to the previous Dift episode, Dift stands for Dating in Faith Today. Mm. Except for today, we're talking about singleness, so... But it's in the same realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's related totally. to dating. It's the it's the opposite of you can't have singleness without dating. It's the yin and yang. True. True. So I again today uh, have two very special guests. We have the reappearance of Lizard Jang. <laughs> Woo! Thank you, thank Hello, you. lizard. You've emerged Hi. from the soil. Yeah, Where do lizards live? I don't even know. Uh, under the ground. I under know. the ground. <laughs> oh, in the sewers, like in Spider Man. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> exactly like that. But you don't smell like that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and we, we have also another. have Evelyn Lee. Hi, aka the Kala Lily. <laughs> I don't know what that means (laughs) but um thank you thank you so prior to this I was just telling Evelyn was like oh like blah 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 Susie blah 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 I said Susie you're so beautiful (laughs) and then in order to one-up her compliment I was like I need to do I need to do her one better so I was like Evelyn I was like racking my brain for the most like beautiful flower that I know of that I know the name of oh my (laughs) gosh Oh, yeah, thank god i was right filtered out the compliments that Evelyn gave yeah, me like, seriously. i was like excuse me i was giving you a genuine compliment um well i thank you i thank you it felt weird me saying it you know, you know what i'm saying right, right um yeah so today we are guys t- today we're i you know like yes last week i was like or not like the last episode i was like Lizzie and I are the least qualified, mm. but today's topic, I, I have brought in the two masters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. We really are. Masters of singleness to talk about singleness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've come to the right place. <laughs> Learn from us, mm. young ones. Yeah, um, yeah so answers. today, guys, today we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about singleness. We're going to talk about being single, life as, as three single gals single christian gals living in well one doesn't live in the city but she's gonna move here soon (laughs) um mid-20s you know all that which i am i wonder if our like listenership is also like in the same demographic i think it is so you know it'll be like a girl's chat yeah girl talk another girl talk yeah so i'm very excited so we have a we have we have a lot to cover today. Actually, mm-hmm. I mean, we, our notes were like extensive. So, <laughs> let's dive right in, shall we? 
Yeah. Ready. <laughs> excited. How are we feeling today about our, our single life? Yeah. So, yeah, that's the first question. Yeah. So, yeah, like, how are you guys currently navigating uh, single life? And also, like, so what what is your current, like, mindset at this point in time being single? <laughs> Lizzie, you can go for it first. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let me think. <laughs> my mindset being single. Well, I can give you, like, the data, you know? Like, yes, if I were we to like, put we this on a resume, I'd be like, Lizzie, 26, single. And I would say, hmm dormant i think i use the word like uh hibernating a little bit like i i'm not actively seeking anything and actually when i do sense myself start to seek my brain kind of tells me like hey you know just like rest up hibernate Mm. and um i'm trying to enjoy that um so that is my current mindset like yes like you still want it honestly like Mm -hmm. i think i still want to be in a relationship oh yeah premise i think there are a lot of people single there are a lot of people who are single who don't want to be in a relationship but i just want to disclaimer i am someone who wants to be (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) so like i think consider like assuming that i think my next mindsets are like okay how can i navigate a single space while holding both of those intentions where i'm like i want to rest and um like rest up but i also eventually do want to find someone Mm -hmm. um so I think I'm I'm like retreat mm. and then like regroup, you know, like recenter. Mm. Um, I think that's my my short spiel about where I am. How long do you feel like you've been dormant, quote unquote? Oh my gosh, like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Very recent. Um, the lizard has went into hibernation. Yeah, no, I I that was scary to say. I wish mm. I could have like been like, oh, it's been a while, but like you know, it's pretty raw. No, I think. two weeks is yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a um, significant amount of time yeah and like i think um like my friend was talking to me i was like sharing just random thoughts about going on dates and um a lot of what i was saying was coming out from like a place of burnout and she was just like dude like don't take this the wrong way but like maybe you should not be going on dates (laughs) and i was like you're right (laughs) um yeah because i was saying a lot of like super jaded stuff like this date better be worth it um or like i don't want to drop 30 bucks unless it's worth it and like i don't know i think that's not a great mentality going into a date (laughs) so would you like what, what what do you say like kind of motivated you to take a step back um, I think it was like my friend being really honest. Um, like mm-hmm. I really trust this person in my life and I knew she didn't mean it as like some weird like like joke or anything. Um so I was like, yeah, no, good point. Um and I also do think that like if I eventually do find someone, it won't be coming from this narrative of like I want something and I'm tired and I'm and I'm like annoyed like Mm. i think that was a huge thing where i was like getting frustrated and like um getting angry at god even and just being like fluctuating between okay like let's give this a shot and then being like i knew it wasn't gonna work Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and like yeah i think that's like maybe not somewhere i want to be coming from Mm -hmm. um yeah how about you evelyn I think this is a funny question because like um, as a person who has been single for like almost my entire life, (laughs) I would just, I'm like, how are you currently navigating life? 
um, being single, I'm like, that's just regular navigating mm, life. That's just life. <laughs> right? Um, but yes, also as a premise, I um, am currently single, but do want to be in relationships similar to Lizzie. Um, I'm on like a dating app, but thinking that I will probably get off because I also feel like I'm feeling like signs of burnout similarly like um I got back on after a period of being off for like six months um and like I was like immediately exhausted like Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like I don't have any energy to be like putting into these conversations with these guys and um like even though though the guys like are nice and like seem like decent people I'm just like I just have nothing to give to these people (laughs) um so I I did go out with like one guy um a couple times just like this past week but then um he uh rejected me a couple (laughs) couple days ago which is fine but I was like I think I'm probably like not gonna do this like going to a stage of dormancy for a little bit like I think what you're saying about like having rest is like so important like and noticing those signs of burnout and like taking action on it instead of being like yeah let's just keep going because Mm. we're running out of time like that's Mm. a big thing like fear driven yeah yeah yeah. like especially women who are like you know we are on a biological clock we're like we have to find someone ah our eggs our (laughs) eggs We don't want them to go sunny side up. Yeah. No sunny side up. No sunny side. Yeah. But I think like what I'm wanting is like to come into like a dating relationship out of like abundance and Mm. instead of out of lack. Right. Mm. Because then it's like you feel like this person's going to like complete you in a certain way or fill you up in all your empty holes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That sounded bad. Literally and figuratively. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sorry, I'm gonna have to put the explicit sign on this again. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I don't want to be going into it like that. I want to be like feeling full and then like overflowing into someone else Mm -hmm. and hopefully them overflowing into me, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. Did that answer the question? You, Susie. How about me? Isn't that the question I always ask myself? (laughs) Um so how am I navigating single life right now? So I think I'm also just like thinking of this question as like, how am I navigating life right now? Cause like, I'm also like not actively like searching for a relationship, but I'm open to it. Like, I think I'm like more open to it now versus like, like a couple, even like a couple months ago, I was like, eh, like, you know, mm. I don't think I'm ready for one. Um, but so like for context, like I've been single for, um, a little over a year now and like it's like f- interesting because like when you're like like your mindset is so different compared to the different stages of singleness so like when you're freshly single your mindset is so different from like when you've been single for like a few months mm-hmm. versus like you've been single for like longer like a year mm-hmm. um so I think like when I was like freshly single versus uh, freshly single up to like, I guess like around like six, like the six month mark, I was like, I love being single. Like I am so free. Life is beautiful. Life is wonderful. Like I do not want any like guys around me. Like it I was, was six like, yeah, before six months. It was like, it was like from zero to six months. Ooh, yes. Mm-hmm. I was yes. like, I was like, like, 
I do like I would gag at the thought of like being in the in like close vicinity even to like mm-hmm. a man like romantically. Mm-hmm. It right. was just repulsive. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but I think like like that's just like a phase that you go through like when like after it especially like after like if you've been in a relationship for a while like for because I was like in my previous relationship for like like two like maybe like even over two years like almost three years i think mm. um and we were like um very like it was like during the pandemic too so like um we were like in close quarters and stuff obviously like you love the person but like being in that close quarters for that long of a time you know like you start to like miss your freedom like mm. and you start to miss like your independence um and like i'll, I'll go into this like i'll, I'll talk about boundaries because like that's something that I learned a lot about. Boundaries. Um, yeah, like both being in a relationship and out of a relationship. Um, but like, I think like the post six month mark, I was like, okay, I think I'm like ready. I think come I'm ready to like, cocoon. yeah, come out of my cocoon, yeah. like emerge as like a butterfly. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> a butterfly with like broken wings. Cause Ooh. I think I still had like, I, I still had like the cocoon goo stuck yeah, to me yeah. and it was like sticking You're to my wings yeah. right and like my like wings were still like sticky and not like dry and like i can't like um like flap them like <laughs> as well as i want and like this you image know? is really like <laughs> detailed visceral <laughs> allegory <laughs> um um and it's like you're trying but and you think that you're ready and but like you're kind of not because you're still like kind of healing yeah, you know because sure. like if you think about it like oh my uh, like a caterpillar going into a cocoon like that's such a traumatizing like event yeah. like you're basically like you're not like dead but like you know it's like very close to death and then you're like rebirth as like a completely different creature and life as you know it is completely gone right like, there's no semblance right and so if yeah. you think about it it's like that's kind of like i mean that's kind of how um i guess like yeah, that's kind of like a metaphor for like <laughs> a very like grotesque kind of metaphor for um but yeah. I don't think it's grotesque. I mean, fun science fact, mm-hmm. like scientists actually don't even know how caterpillars become butterflies in cocoons. Like there's no understanding. Wow. They literally like rearrange their molecules. Mm. Right? And I feel like that's <laughs> what happens after like a breakup and mm-hmm. cuz you're you're like finding at least for me like every time I go through a breakup I like re- I have to find myself again mm-hmm. because as like an Enneagram type two, I'm so like, I-, I hate this. I I don't like this about myself. This is one thing I don't like about myself, which is that I tend to like, I think I did this more when I was younger, less now, but like change myself to like fit. Like when I was younger, I would definitely would like change myself to like fit into like the mold that I thought that my partner wanted in a partner. Right. Um, and then after the relationship would end, I'd be like, oh my God, like I have to find myself again and like redefine who I am on my Mm -hmm. own terms. Um, anyways, um, so I thought like post, post six month breakup, like being single, um, like I thought I was ready. So I went on hinge, um, went on like one day, the guy was cool. He was like, yeah, he was cool. Um, but I like, wasn't, I realized that like, I actually wasn't ready for a a relationship yet. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I like had like a phase two of the, I don't like men. <laughs> no boys. Again. <laughs> Again. Like I love Round being two. single. Like yeah. singleness is like 
amazing. Like mm-hmm. I, if I could, if I was single for the rest of my life, I would totally be totally fine. And if anything, I might even prefer it. Mm-hmm. So that's my mindset, right? But well, I don't know what happened in the past few weeks to have shifted my mindset. But like, so before I was like, oh, honestly, being single is better than being in a relationship. Mm. Like, I like who I am when I'm single the most. Um, I prefer it over me when I'm in a relationship, which we can talk about later too, like how you change when you're yeah. in a relationship versus being single. But um, I, I, I just like had this mindset for like this whole time that like my life is better when I'm single and like being in a relationship like ruins my life. Mm. But recently, like literally like very recently, um, I realized like, no, like there's a reason like in the Bible, when it says, um, like Adam, he was alone, but mm-hmm. then it says, uh, so up until that point, like God was like, oh yeah, like he made this and like, it was good. And like, this was good. And that was good. Um, but then when he saw Adam like alone, he was mm-hmm. like, that is not good. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, and I don't know, I think it's like also because like, I've been seeing better examples around me of like healthy couples and healthy marriages, mm. like especially at Beloved and like my small group and stuff, um, which I, I don't think before I had like good examples of like relationships that like I looked up to and, and was like, oh, like, like that's kind of a relationship that like I want to be into, right? Because mm. uh, I didn't have that example. And so it was easier for me to think that like, oh, being single is better. But yeah, it's just like recently I realized like, oh no, like I think I actually do want a relationship and like, the right relationship will make my life better. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's my mindset right now. So do you, would you say that um, now you see being in a relationship as better? Like, can we talk about like what we think of like this kind of perspective that one is better than the other? Mm. Yeah. So I think like, um, well, okay. So here's what I think. I think um, you have like, I think it's very beneficial to have a season of singleness. Like, I think it's, if you're constantly, like, if you've always been in a relationship after relationship, I think it's better to, like, at one moment in time, take some time out of a relationship to be single. But then I think after you've been single for a while and, like, you've gone through that whole, like, self-development, like, learned all the lessons that you need to learn, um, then you go into a relationship. Like, I think that that's like the ideal scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. But I think like, if you're asking me, like if it's better to forever be single versus forever be in a relationship, I mean, well, okay, no, I don't want to say that one is better because yeah. I, I think that like, have like living a single life is like a legitimate um, way of life that that's like very beneficial for some people. Yeah. Because that's what the Bible talks about, you know? And, like, Jesus was was single. And, like, yeah. some people are called to be single their whole life. And, like, it works out for them. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, actually, I take that back. I don't want to say that, like, one is better than the other. Yeah. I think that's a question I've been asking myself is, like, how do I view both, like, singleness and partnership as, like, gifts and blessings in their own way. I think I tend toward being, like, singleness is a curse and I'm alone and this is terrible. But actually, like, there's, like, so much good, uh, like you were saying, like, a season of singleness. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, how do I, like... That's not to say, like, you you have to, like, stop wanting to be in a relationship, 
but like how do I like cherish this time of singleness while also like searching Mm. and like the, like having the freedom to search but also to cherish the time that I have because like if we think about it like if we do this right like we are gonna find our partners and like this is the one time in life we have this and we're never gonna come back to it right like we're gonna get married and we're gonna be hopefully with that person for the rest of our lives so like this time will end and so like how do we like cherish it while we have it um that's kind of my challenge to myself, mm. honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and I think another good point that you're bringing up, Evelyn, is that um, like we, I don't know. I think some people have more clar- clarity about this than I do, but um, I don't know if I'm called to lifelong singleness or not. Most people say like likely not because it's kind of rarer maybe. Mm-hmm. But all that aside, like, what I do know is that like today God has called me to be single, like on March 31st of 2022, Mm, like I, I am where God has placed me. And if that's true, then like, what does that mean? Right. Cause like God gives me good gifts in the future, but he also gives me good gifts now, you know? Mm. And so it's like, how do I be like, this is a season that is allotted me. Like, how do I live it to the max, you know? Yeah. Like, okay. Identify the gifts, identify like, God has placed something right in front of you. And it's like, what is it? (laughs) Yes, Uh totally. Like living in the moment. Yeah, because like singleness sounds like emptiness. You know, it seems like a lack. Mm. Like in the word singleness, like Mm. implicit is this idea that there's like an absence. Mm. But I'm like, like you were saying, Evelyn, Mm -hmm. like how do you navigate single life when you've been single your whole life? Well, it's your life. (laughs) (laughs) It is filled with things and it's not just defined by the fact that there is an absence of the specific kind of relationship and like you know we're talking about jesus was single his whole life and that was his model um obviously not like he's not calling all of us to be single but like that was his model and framework of life and he mm-hmm. i don't think he felt like that lack of companionship like when i hear it is not good for man to be alone i think jesus would be like yeah mm-hmm. true same mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and he'd be like, yeah. moving on <laughs> because he was not alone he was like with his disciples he was like with people and he was with god like Mm -hmm. so close to god um yeah yeah totally yeah i i feel like um on that point about like if you're being called to lifelong singleness or not like i think that if you really want something like at the end of the day even like god is the one giving you those desires right Mm -hmm. and so if you really want to be in a relationship uh like end up being married like I think that God also wants that for you. That's why he's giving you that desire. Mm -hmm. And like people who are called to singleness, like I don't think they, I I hope that they don't view it as a curse. Like I hope that it's that I I don't have like, I'm not, I don't think I'm, I don't have like enough like data to talk about this, but this is just what I think. Um, But like people who are called to lifelong singleness, I think it's because they want to, like, I think they want that. And so God is like, okay, like if you, if that's what you want, then like, you're my child, you're my daughter and I want to give you what you want. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's like a, like, I feel like a lot of the times we like view people who are single as like, oh, like, oh, like, you know, kind of like view them with like pity and like, yeah, we got to get them someone. Right. Right. (laughs) But it's like, no, like what if that's what they want? You know? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Kind of going back to what you were saying, Lizzie, about, like, Jesus living as a single man his whole life on earth. Like, I was reading recently in Matthew um, uh, when Jesus prays um, at Gethsemane right before his betrayal. um, And in um, his, like, he's, like, in total emotional anguish. um, 
and he's like in his darkest moment and he like goes to his disciples and I'm just like trying to find exactly what did he say here? He says, he says to his disciples, like my soul is very sorrowful, even to death, remain here and watch with me. And I guess I was just very struck by like Jesus's vulnerability with his disciples and like how like Jesus was not alone like his friendship with the disciples was like sufficient for him. And like, that's kind of like, I feel like a beautiful model of like living an abundant life. Like we, Mm -hmm. we are not meant to be alone. Right. Like, like you were saying, like God looked at Adam and said, it is not good for man to be alone, but like we can live without romantic partners, but we can't live without community. Like Mm -hmm. God designed us to be in community and we are social beings that need like emotional support and all the things that come with like being uh, in a community. So like, Mm -hmm. I think that's what I've been thinking a lot about how like friendship is sufficient. um, And like, if I don't find someone, it'll be okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, now that we've talked about like, I guess like we talked about wanting to be in a relationship, but we also talked about like, how single life is kind of good. So I want to ask, what are, are your likes and dislikes about being single? Um, more storytelling, the better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> um, Evelyn, would you like to start? Likes and, you dislikes like? yeah, likes and dislikes about single life. And um, stories. Yes, all the stories. Including names. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we are I just want the juicy details. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I don't know where to start. I feel like I was not like, like, okay, uh, context. I have not ever been in like a serious relationship. I've had like um, short like periods of like talking, quote unquote, or dating. But like, I would, would not say that I've ever had like a boyfriend. Um, and like, I guess like I was not like singleness was not saddening to me until like very recently, I feel like in the past few years, um, which Mm kind of makes sense. Like I'm like 26 years old and like kind of in that age range where like that's what we're thinking about and and searching for a lot of us around this age. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess when it comes to likes and dislikes, like um, I guess like, I don't even know what it's like to be in a serious relationship. You're not missing much. <laughs> You're not missing much. But I guess they're like the standard answers of like freedom, right? Like you can do whatever you want when you're single. You don't have to like worry mm. about another person's schedule. Um, my younger sister is um, engaged and she's been with her fiance for like a long time. And they're, they have like a beautiful relationship. I love them. Um, but there is like, they're constantly having to like check in with each other about like their future plans and like what they mm-hmm. uh, need to do like she's in grad school and like he's like working right now but like he'll have to change his job for her because like she will need to go to do her um, clinical fellowship etc so like none of that pressure I don't have any of that pressure right like I like lived in China for like a year and like I could just do that like right. I quit my job and I moved to China and then I was there and then I came back you know like mm-hmm. that kind of freedom is always like probably the biggest plus which i feel like yeah Mm. um and then the same yeah yeah. i I definitely relate to that yeah it's very nice (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, so that's probably the biggest thing. Do you have? Do you want to share more likes? Oh, um, no, my like is kind of the same thing. Like, um, I, I feel like I am very sensitive to noise, whether mm. it's like chewing my my sense. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it's like, um, like my senses, like actual audible noise or like anxious thoughts, noise and like things like that. And I love that when I'm single, my brain is quiet. Mm. And that's why I like mornings because I wake up and no one is asking me to do anything. Like Mm. no one's waiting for me to text them back. So I wake up really early because of that. Because I love when my brain can just be like, I only need to take care of myself right now. Mm -hmm. As selfish as it sounds. And, um... I remember when I was dating, um, I would feel like I had to like kind of check in with someone all the time. Like, oh, I wonder what they're doing right now. Oh, I wonder if they're wondering where I am. Oh, I hope they're not worried about me. Am I worrying about them? Like, I don't know, just like all of those thoughts. And um, I literally, <laughs> my my sophomore year of college, I remember I was like going through like some like, I don't know why but I was pretty depressed and I remember feeling really angsty and I would like go to the student center by myself and start journaling like like very aggressive journaling and I remember seeing like my boyfriend text me like where are you at like like I'll come to you Mm. and I like ignored it (laughs) oh yeah because when you're journaling you're like in it right I'm in it and I'm like like, I don't want to be found like I don't want anyone to know where I am right now this is like a sacred moment and I think that's like not supposed to be allowed in a healthy secure relationship where you just disappear off the grid and like never report to anyone (laughs) Mm. which i kind of love doing like i love that about my life when i can like go to the park and like no one knows i'm at the park (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. and then that's how you get kidnapped and killed (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh actually like i could never like tell if that happened anyways um yeah i love being off the grid favorite part of being single yeah Um, i feel like related to that is like because you don't have this other person who like, you know, requires your attention or, or emotional support. You have like so much time to like work on yourself. Mm. Uh, like I don't need, to, I can like work on everything like and and kind of sanctify myself on my own. I feel like there's like um, just like time and energy that has to like go into that. And mm. like when you're in a relationship, like some of that time and energy is just automatically taken mm. away, yeah. you know? So, yeah, yeah, that's an, another thing, I guess. What I'll, have I'll you guys like. done to work on yourselves, like, when you're not in a relationship? Oh, I have a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, okay, well, actually, I, I want to touch on the likes and dislikes, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's your turn. I feel like, um, I'll just say one thing, because I think it, like, summarizes it. The, the best part about being single is you can do anything you want, but the, but the downside of that is that you have to be the one to do everything mm. that you want. Mm. <laughs> so you can do everything. You you can you do anything, do but you have to do it. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's like you got to do all the planning. You got to like do like figure out all the logistics. Like right. yeah, right. Mm. Um. So actually, Good point. Yeah. So it's like I like when you're single, you're like, oh, like I can finally do this. But then I don't know. I feel like I end up doing not as much as I thought I would because mm. I'm like, oh my, wait, I, I, I have to plan it. Yeah, <laughs> I got to book it. Like yeah. I have to do it all. For sure. Um, yeah. But so your question on um, like, some, what is it like something that you've learned? What have we done to work on ourselves? Yeah. yeah when, when people say like, I'm single, I'm going to work on myself. What does mm. that mean? <laughs> so for me, um, 
the biggest thing that I've worked on while being single this past mm. year and what, or two years, year, year, <laughs> year, year that I've been single, um, is boundaries. Ooh, wait, share. So, I love talking about boundaries. <laughs> so, guys, I so context like type two enneagram. Um complete lack of boundaries like Mm. just would totally like let people walk all over me like um would sacrifice my own happiness for other people um just like totally like self-sacrificial like just overly giving um that type of person um and um and it's like when you're in a relationship and like you like genuinely love someone it's like you want to do everything for them Mm. and like you want to give and like it it like you would rather endure pain than see them in pain um but like when you're single and you have no one like you have no obligation to like give to anyone i mean not that when you're in a relationship like you're obligated to give but it's like it's kind of like it's part of the job it's like part of it yeah Yeah. it's like something like natural like or else like why would you be in a relationship um but when you have like no one obligated you're not obligated to anyone to do that. Like you can just be so like, um, well, okay. So like, I just think that like I've strengthened and defined my personal boundaries, like significantly Mm -hmm. in the past year. Um, and just like, and like being comfortable expressing my boundaries Mm -hmm. and like falling in love with my boundaries Mm -hmm. And with, yeah, honoring my boundaries and like falling in love with um, exercising my boundaries and putting Mm. it into practice. What does this look like? Like, what would you, is it like something you say or is it just kind of like the way you spend your time, the way you open up emotionally and let others open up emotionally around you? I think like a lot of that. Um, But I think like the biggest boundaries that I lacked were like, um, I think like maybe like schedule and like time. Mm. Um because like like for example um like in the past when someone would be like oh like like do you want to go eat right now i'd be like oh yeah like technically i'm free so like yeah i can go eat um and then but then it would always end up being way longer than i had anticipated mm-hmm. and then it would eat into my night routine yeah. and then it would eat and then because my night routine is messed up it would affect my morning routine sure. if my morning routine's messed up it affects my whole day right. and it's just like it a in. it like impacts everything it's like a domino effect right yeah mm-hmm. um but um and then another thing is probably like and then also like like phone calls like when mm-hmm. when people like call you late at night and then they like talk about their problems and like <laughs> <laughs> they just like kind of kind of use you as a their therapist right which is like i understand it's like i, I want to be there for you and i want to listen to you but like it's like you're you're entering into my night routine and, <laughs> and that affects my morning routine <laughs> and that affects my day <laughs> so i love it i love it i would love you to say that one day like, hey i want to hear your problems but you're bleeding into my night routine <laughs> okay so no, I love it. Like, I really do. I think it's good to honor those things. Yeah. <laughs> right. And like, okay, I don't want to go into it much into boundaries because I feel like I could talk about boundaries and yeah, like yeah. I haven't That's prepared. Like whole, bound- That's like a whole, whole other episode. Thing. We'll have another yeah. episode on boundaries. But yeah. So like one thing that like I've 
practiced developing in terms of like self-development is like boundaries mm, okay the, the f- b word sorry how do you feel like that's made your life better like do you feel yourself thriving yeah because when you honor your boundaries you're a more like you have like this zeal for life mm. and you you like have because you're you're more recharged yourself like you have more love to give Mm -hmm. like if you like Mm -hmm. love your boundaries that's equivalent to like loving yourself Mm -hmm. right and then because you're loving you're giving yourself the love that you need you're able to show up into like your Mm -hmm. friendships and relationships and like other you know other people's lives with more love yeah Mm -hmm. for sure yes it's like if you have x amount of love or emotional like capacity you're budgeting where you direct it, right? Mm. So it's like when you honor your boundaries, mm-hmm. you're saving that up for something you can intentionally like channel it into next time. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. You can like show up better for yeah. the, the people, for yeah. yourself and also for the people around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So also though, okay, this is interesting. Okay. So um, this kind of relates to like the downside of being single, which is I've observed in myself that like, when I'm single, I actually like, um, I have to respect my boundaries even more because if I don't, then I think I get more burnt out when I'm single versus when I'm in a relationship Ooh. by that. Like, okay. So like when you're in a relationship and like you lack boundaries, like that also like affects you like negatively, but then also like when you're single, um, like what I'm trying to say is that like, like when you're in a relationship, you have someone like always like actively loving you right and like they're um, pouring into you yeah Yeah. right but they're pouring into you they're pouring love into you but then when you're not in a relationship you don't have that like like standby flow of like constant like Mm -hmm. you know pouring in Mm -hmm. and so um like for example um like last summer um when i was single like there was this one day or like one week or something where like literally like like i think like three or like three to five friends asked me for a favor um all in like one weekend like and like two of them was like on the same day mm. and i was like uh, like yeah like i'll do it because like i love you guys and like um like i can do it and like, I just want to make your life easier, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I want to make your life easier. And so, like, and one of them... And you Yeah, I'm <laughs> tattoo. Fuck. Um, <laughs> like, so I remember one day, it was, like, my friend asked um, help, like, with, like, moving. Um, so I showed up early. Like, I think I showed up to her house at, like, like pretty early, like, 10 a.m. or whatever. That's not that early. Um, but it was, like, on a Saturday. And we were like, I was like, we were like helping her move, like packing like stuff for her, like moving them into the truck. And then she had, she needed my car. So I was like, okay, like fill up my car, like, um, driving to her place, blah, blah. blah. And then we had to like drive the truck, the U-Haul back and just like, and then it was just like a lot. Right. Um, and, and then like, while she was moving, I got a call from another friend and he's like, Oh, Susie, like, like, I really need your help. Like, like, uh, can you help me like pick up, can you pick up this piece of furniture for me from like Facebook marketplace? Like it's like, um, around where you live. So I was like, okay. So then right after I helped my friend move, I like go to that, like Facebook marketplace apartment and like pick, 
up the piece of furniture and then that thing was like heavy too it was like a side drawer like table thing but it's like i'm one human girl Mm -hmm. and it was just like heavy and i had to like put it in my car and like it was just like a whole thing right um and so i just like realized that like when i'm single and like i don't have someone to like help me with these tasks it's like i feel i just feel like burnt out Mm -hmm. so much more easily yeah yeah i think that's really real like physically emotionally like they're kind of like a pillow or like a reserve almost right where it's, like, it's like a buffer it's a buffer yeah, yeah. I, I do okay honestly Susie, like i haven't been in relationships long enough to be like oh i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> but i do remember like the one time that I can think of where it like I could start to see those patterns of like huh this is like nice domestic bliss mm-hmm. <laughs> and like I do remember when something hard would come up like this person would just like envelope right, me you know right. envelop envelope me uh-huh. <laughs> put you in an envelope <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like and I never really had to ask for it they right. were just there, it's just there you know? right. yeah and I was like oh this is really nice mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds really nice yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah I feel like we're kind of creeping into the area of like where singleness can be hurtful so like what are areas of hurt within um being single Mm. so I think like as humans I think everything that we do is to it's to like define our worth and so anything that we do it's either because we subconsciously feel like it would make it'll this thing will doing this thing will make me more worthy or or like if I because I don't have this one thing I feel less worthy Mm -hmm. um I think that's like a very strong motivator like I think that's that might be like the core Mm -hmm. motivator you know oh yeah unless you're like healed from that but also like are we ever healed i think it's like a constant battle right Mm -hmm. Mm. so naturally like when you're single i think it's easy at at least like for us like we're all infj you know (laughs) um like i think that it's easy for us to like tie our worth to that to being single and feeling Mm. like we're not worthy of love Mm, we're not like worthy of that person's love and attention Mm -hmm. like we're not good enough like you know yes (laughs) like the thing is when we think about like oh what are the like downsides of being single i'm like it's not really the the tangible concrete things of being single it's more Mm -hmm. like the narratives of like oh yeah i am unworthy or i am defective or Mm -hmm. like no one knows me (laughs) oh my gosh totally yeah Yeah. i think like every human longs to be known and to be loved Mm -hmm. and like um it's just like you if if you're i sometimes kind of think that like uh, a a relationship with a a partner is like the only way that i can be known in love which can I guess it's kind of like something to think about. It's like, is that a lie? <laughs> mm. Or is there some like validity to being like, um, can you really be known and, and like loved and that be sufficient without like a intimate um, kind of boyfriend, girlfriend relationship? You know, okay. So I was thinking about this earlier, actually. Like there's this one thing that Tim Keller once said. Oh, our boy Tim. Our boy Timmy Tommy. <laughs> Timmy K. 
Um, he said, I think he was like quoting someone else, but he was like using this as, as an example. Like he wasn't like preaching this, but he was just using this phrase as, as an example for what he was trying to preach. But he said like, you're not someone until someone else tells you who you are or something like that. Mm. Um, and I think that's true. Like as much as we, uh, as much as like, you don't want that to be true. Like it's, it is kind of true. Cause it's like, let's say like you, you have like an antique piece of furniture in your attic. You don't know how much it's worth until the auctioneer person places like a price tag on it and deems it worthy and, and says, Oh, like this is actually worth like a million dollars. Like it's like a very prized antique. Um, so it's like, yeah, as much as like, you don't want that to be true. Like that's kind of like, like don't deny it. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's how you feel. Oh, that's <laughs> Which true. I don't like, but yeah. And like, I think, Oh, that's so interesting. Now my brain is like spiraling. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why, that's why like literally, that's why like the gospel is truly like the answer to everything. Cause yeah. it's like literally it like. It does label you. Like at the end right. of the day, like you are labeled worthy. Right. And like labeled as like a daughter or like a son or right. redeemed. Like, like these are now our labels. Right. Like yeah. he places worthiness onto mm-hmm. you. And like, like when you believe in Christ, like you absorb the worthiness of Christ like he mm. like his worth is placed onto you mm. you share that equal worthiness um mm, so that's good. so interesting <laughs> yeah and so that's why it's like literally like dude like if I didn't have the gospel I don't I would be so emo like, I, I would be dev like uh, yeah I trash, don't know yeah. yeah I don't know how I would navigate anything literally <laughs> we would not yeah. be living in faith today <laughs> we would be it would be another and lift and lift it would be living uh it would be a lit lit <laughs> living in death today okay but i feel like <laughs> i feel like i'm also today. spiraling a little with that comment with like my like question to that would be like so then are you saying that we inherently are not like have no inherent value I think no. And I think okay. okay, okay. Let me let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. No, no. So okay, okay. So it's not that it's not that you're not worthy. It's that you don't know mm. your worthiness. Mm-hmm. Like in like the antique face. Like it's worthy. Yeah. But you just yeah. don't know that it's worthy until someone right. tells you. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So you can tell yourself, yeah. but it, I think it just means more mm-hmm. when someone else tells you. Also, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I'm such a nerd. I feel Mm. like, so what is worth? Wait, did you say inherent value, inherent worth? Like something along those lines. (laughs) So what determines that, right? There are so many potential markers of worth. Like one Mm. is like, are you producing good? Um, Mm. Are you smart? Are you like kind? Like, you know, whatever you use to define your worth, um, like, Let's say like you're a decent person and you have X amount of worth, like brownie points based on how decent you are. Like, but the next day it might go down and the next day it might go up, like depending on your mood, depending on your circumstances, depending on like how you're 
like how much is going on in your life right so mm-hmm. like imagine if our worth was dependent on like the things we were doing <laughs> right <laughs> like it would be really stressful and i think that's why like a lot of my stress comes from that when like mm-hmm. i'm having a bad day i'm like crap like i just didn't do well today like you know in my work mm-hmm. or whatever and that's like when i am like using or living those gospel plus narratives of like oh like i need to be loved by god and more mm-hmm. you know but what God says is like, no, like your worth has been set. Right. So like it doesn't hinge on your performance anymore. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. that's where like, our, like that peace comes where it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <can> rest. <laughs> right, right. You can, yeah. you can, you can rest in your guaranteed worthiness. Right. Yeah. Yes. And like, given that we are made in the image of God, like we already have inherent worth based on that. Like right. we've been made in the image right. of a God, like of the mm-hmm. God. Um, but knowing that we have fallen and like knowing that we have sin, like that's not predictable like mm-hmm. at the end of the day um mm. we need something more stable mm-hmm. <laughs> and we need to know our end right because mm-hmm. it's like oh if one day we're not gonna have sin then like we know that that's where we're headed mm-hmm. then it's like oh that also adds the stability of like we are one day going to be fully restored mm. um, yeah one day it'll yeah. all be better yeah right right so like trajectory right mm-hmm. okay so you brought up an interesting point um so this is why I think that so this kind of like relates to like picking up the picking a partner topic Mm -hmm. but like the idea that like because everyone has different standards like everyone holds a different like ruler when they're measuring your worth and so like maybe someone's ruler is like a meter stick a yardstick what (laughs) wait (laughs) one yard is three meters wait what i don't know a yard a yardstick three feet and you can say a yardstick how much is a meter (laughs) it's about a a yard but it's not exactly it's more than a yard yeah (laughs) (laughs) why are we talking about that i just got confused okay so let's say someone's holding a yardstick Mm -hmm. right um but and um and they have the same amount of, of ticks as a foot-long ruler. Mm-hmm. So when you're standing up, if you're like measuring height, like if you're standing next to the yardstick, you're, you, you like reach up to like the 10th tick, okay? But then when you're standing next to like the foot-long ruler, you're like past all the ticks. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to say what I'm trying to say. My metaphors are on hinge right now. Wait, continue the metaphor. This is what I goes in know my head. Goes. So, so like to someone, to like the person holding the ruler, mm. you're like, oh my, you're a goddess. Oh yeah. Like you're like wow. Like I you are the going. Eiffel Tower, baby. Yeah, yeah. You surpass. You surpass. You know. Um, <laughs> but like when you're standing next to like the yardstick. Um, but you would also okay let's say you're like shorter anyways um (laughs) like like you would you wouldn't like amount to as much as you amount to like with the ruler you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um so it's like finding the right person to measure you or or feeling like feeling like you're being measured properly you know Mm. but also it's like at the end of the day, like only God has like the true ruler. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're like measuring, uh, I don't know if this is the right phrasing, but like um, feeling secure in God's measurement of you, 
Mm -hmm. Uh, Like that's the only thing that matters. Mm -hmm. Um, But then also like when you're looking for a partner, also like finding a partner that like also like sees your value and like, like has like the right ruler to measure you Mm -hmm. with. And like, like appreciates uh, you for like, yeah, like your actual gifts and your actual character. Like Mm -hmm. not everyone um, sees the same things, you Mm -hmm, know? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So like, I think it also goes back to love languages where it's like, we want to be loved for specific things, mm-hmm. you know, that like make us feel seen and like appreciated mm-hmm. for like the things that we work on yeah. or the things that we have grown in. Yeah. Mm, wanting to be known and loved. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. So I have a question for you guys. Mm. When do you guys feel most known and loved? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think, didn't we talk about this? Kinda we did. we kind of did kinda like did. in our weaker moments uh-huh. when we're accepted that's when we feel yeah for known sure. and loved yeah mm-hmm. oh can i add something that kind of okay maybe this will merge merge mm-hmm. the, the question with like um kind of answering the areas of hurt um this is how i feel known and loved or not feel <laughs> known and loved. <laughs> um when it comes to my singleness mm-hmm. like i think i want to be loved in a specific way when addressing my singleness or like when I'm talking about it or when it comes to my singleness like I want people to um I don't know like love me and not see me as like half of a whole Mm. like I think that's where a big area of hurt for me is is when I'm like sharing about um being single to someone and their response is you'll find someone don't worry Mm. and I'm like that makes it sound like that's the is that the only happy ending <laughs> like mm, i find someone right, like yeah like is is everything like not gonna work out if i don't find someone and i think like some some people in my life has like have like to varying degrees explicitly or non-explicitly said something like that to mm. me and i'm like oh crap like that actually hurts because it makes me feel incomplete it mm. makes me feel like unseen in my struggle too because mm-hmm. like yeah like i want to find someone but for some reason like that doesn't make me happy mm-hmm. <laughs> for them to be like you'll find someone lizzie like yeah. happily ever after well like, okay I so i think that well, for one, I think that might be a cultural thing because I'm mm-hmm. assuming like the people who said that to you are Koreans because I feel like non-Koreans don't really say that. Really? But then also like I think that anything anyone ever says is more of a, a reflection of them thoughts. than yeah. it is on you. Mm-hmm. Because it's like another metaphor. <laughs> Guys, we we are all terrariums. Like mm. we are self-sustaining ecosystems that like don't need another like it's like you should be a whole of a person yeah and another whole of a person coming together to create like awesomeness Mm -hmm. like we are not halves of people right yeah so i totally agree with how you feel yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 anyways i um, love it well, I really like the idea of being like whole and yeah. like two holes coming to like we're whole wheat baby. Really like love each other. Whole grain like, baby. Yeah, whole grain. Mm, yeah. No yeah. like refined sugar nonsense mm-hmm. or like white flour. <laughs> yeah. We ain't white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are not. <laughs> um, um yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Wait, yeah, but how about you guys? How do you guys feel loved? Slash um you can speak from either like how you felt known and loved. Or okay, I have a new thing loved. to add. Yeah. So I, I think I would... F- oh, so, okay. So this doesn't apply like romantically, but like 
anyone who also loves my boundaries mm. and like loves when I express them and practice them and encourages me mm. to exercise my boundaries green flag love you love you love you <laughs> that means they really love you like it's right the, like instead of like exploiting you right yeah. they, they don't love me because of what i give to them mm-hmm. they actually love me yeah. as a person oh, that's so love beautiful that. yeah yeah that's why yeah. like yeah i feel like i'm also like i try to do that to my friends yeah, too. yeah for sure mm. Mm. what about you evelyn how do i feel known and loved oh wow what a question yeah. um I feel like I have been thinking a lot about like this question of like love languages and how we like speak to each other in them. Um, I have had this tendency of like giving out love in the way that I want to receive it. Um, and I was like talking to my therapist about it. Um, and she was like, well, everyone is different. Like people have different love languages and people give and receive in different ways. Um, so I guess for me, like, I think that when I feel most known and loved is when people, um, spend quality time with, with me. Um, cause I think my top two love languages are like probably words of affirmation and quality time. Um, and it means a lot to me when people like initiate spending time with me. Cause I know they're like putting effort into spending time with me, um, instead mm-hmm. of just like they say they want to hang out, but then never actually ask me to hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a person who's like a pretty strong initiator, like it's kind of within my personality to be like a pursuer. And like, I do that a lot with my friends. I can feel oftentimes that I'm like giving out a lot and not like receiving a lot. Um, so when people do that to me, I feel like I'm just, I just like bask. I'm like, wow, this feels so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, But I guess, like, I don't know if that's necessarily an answer to the question. Because, like, I'm really thinking right now, I'm like, have I ever really felt known and loved by a person, like a human person? Mm. (laughs) Uh, uh, And on, like, a very deep and intimate level. Mm. And I don't know if I have. Like, I have not been in, like, a serious relationship ever. Um, But I think, I guess the beauty of it is that, like, I'm just thinking about how like God knows us Mm -hmm. so well, like every single part of us, like our darkest sins, Mm -hmm. our worst moments, he knows all that and Mm -hmm. he loves us and he will never reject us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like, I think a lot of the pain of singleness for me is like rejection, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like a very human thing to like, you know, rejection is so painful. And like, I've been rejected so many times, like literally like two days ago. <laughs> this guy, no, this guy that I went that. on two dates with, like, oh my gosh, so many times I've been rejected. And like, you would think that like, after so many times, you're like, oh, you should get used to it. Like, oh no, gosh, it actually no. still hurts yeah. like every time. Um, so like, and like, even like, obviously painful on like an emotional level but I was also like watching this um video about like loneliness um on YouTube and it was talking about how like rejection back when like humans lived in like communities of like 150 or so rejection meant like death basically Mm, like you're out of the circle Mm. so like on a biological level like we are wired to like be with people right Mm -hmm. 
So I think that's a lot of my pain is like rejection and like just not being accepted as like, you know, who I am. It's like can feel very personal. Right. And like, I think I'm just like navigating. How do we not take it so personally? Right. Like, cause I've also asked myself those questions of like, what's wrong with me? Like, why has no one ever wanted to really be with me? Am I unlovable? Et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Like all those things. Um, what, is this answering the question? <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that's kind of circling back to the question of like where are the areas of hurt when you like reflect on your singleness? Like mm-hmm. probably that stuff. Mm-hmm. Really hard. I have a question then. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you were saying that like you don't know if you have like truly genuinely felt mm-hmm. known and loved and like I'm sure it's like moments too, you know? It's not mm-hmm. like, oh, like, I've attained it. (laughs) Um, But like, how does your faith tie into this? Because one of the harmful narratives that like have not helped me um, is like, oh, like Lizzie, you're single and you feel this um, emptiness of like not having a person, like your person. But you know what? You have God. Like, it's just like blanket statement (laughs) over like all this complexity. (laughs) And like, I, I want to piece out like what of the what parts of that is actually true and what parts of that is like not true, you know? Because I think there is, there is truth to saying that like God satisfies and like that is a true statement, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean oh like I will never want a partner, like yeah, you know, totally. and it doesn't minimize those pains or like those struggles. Um, yeah, like so, what does that look like for you guys to be like seeking God and seeking satisfaction in God, but also like still like tending to yourself in your yeah so i think it's like like just because you're in relationship with god doesn't mean that you'll never feel lonely or you'll mm-hmm. never feel pain because it's like in the moments of lonely loneliness and pain those are opportunities to meet god in those places mm-hmm. or if anything like you're you're in loneliness and pain and god comes comes to meet you there Mm -hmm. like um i think that's like a more accurate uh phrasing of it Mm. so it's like that's true yeah that makes more sense yeah like god (laughs) comes to meet you there yeah yeah you're not like searching or i mean you can search and find god in the midst of that pain but like um god also searches for you yeah um so yeah it's like it's like like that this is so false like when people say oh like if you're um lonely and sad that means that you're not enjoying god enough right oh my goodness that's so toxic mm. that's like toxic that's really christianity harmful. that is yeah. so toxic um um or like or like you're not doing you're the not right like things. holding on to the word enough uh-huh. like you're not meditating enough right. you're not having like yeah. quality time with god enough you're not praying enough um yeah, like that's so that's such BS because literally like Jesus, like yeah. he he was like worshiping, he he was God himself and he was with God and worshiping God and praying all the time. But that doesn't mean that he didn't he never suffered and that doesn't mean he never felt lonely. Mm-hmm. He literally has he got Jesus literally has like gone through every single possible human emotion that you can experience on earth. Like mm-hmm. everything, like from rejection to like um betrayal to mm-hmm. like loneliness and you know um so yeah it's like um i yeah like that's such a false lie Mm -hmm. like so so we identify the lie that 
Like we're, oh, what's the lie that we're single? Cause, because, <laughs> yeah, and even like, uh, um, I lost my train of thought. Me too. <laughs> I think that the, like the, the yeah wait, go, oh, go ahead. You, <laughs> <laughs> um. So my question was like being single and not content, like mm. navigating that line of like, oh, I want something, mm-hmm. and like, is it okay to want, but also like, be yeah, God. yeah. So I think like something that I think I mentioned this in the previous one, but it's like when you find yourself like wanting something you can also want that in the presence of God. Like those two things are not, they don't have to be separate. Girl, preach. And so it's like, you can, just because you want something doesn't mean that you're not content in God. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you can be content in God and in communion with God, tell, mm-hmm. like bring it up to God, like bring it up to God, like want it in the presence of God mm-hmm. and like pray your desires. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell God this is what I want, you know. Mm. So then the lie is like you can it <laughs> the lie is like the this duality of like the separateness of it. Yeah. Of those two things. Mm-hmm. When in reality it can those two things are not mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. Right. Like our father is like a good, good father who wants good, good things for us. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And like being in a relationship is a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not saying that singleness is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like they can both be good. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Can I share something? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, like, what I think there are like a couple of passages in the Bible that have been like incredibly comforting in like being single. And I just wanted to share because it seems like very kind of down on the line, down the line, um, on point, on point <laughs> with what we're talking about. Um, it's actually for Samuel one where like um, Hannah, like Samuel's mom, is praying her desire to have a child because she was barren, mm-hmm. like she didn't, she wasn't able to have kids. And oh, I love when the Bible has stories like this because it v- validates like every part of what we just said. It validates like keeping a desire before God but like being sad about it, like still Mm. like being in distress, but like still holding that intention with your faith. It also validates like unhelpful advice that Mm. people have given. Okay, let me just read. This is like gold. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it starts with, um, there are a lot of verses, but basically um, this guy, what's his name? I don't know. Okay. Basically, we, we only care about the wife. <laughs> the wife's name is Hannah. And there was other girl, like two wives. This guy had two wives. And um, one could have children and the other couldn't. And basically, the girl who could have children, like, would start to kind of, like, provoke her. Like, kind of, like, you know, like, nick at the wound or, like, mm. aggravate her wound of, like, not being able to have children. And um, it would cause her, like, a lot of grief. And it says, um, let's see. Like Hannah wept and would not eat. Like that's how Mm. distressed she was. And her husband said to her, (laughs) this is the unhelpful advice part. Her husband said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? And why do you not eat? And why is your heart sad? Am I not more to you than 10 sons? (laughs) What? (laughs) Sir. And like, I don't know, like the fact that this was included in the Bible, like it makes me so happy because it kind of validates the experience of like 
having grief and having people say stupid things like that. (laughs) 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 And like, I was like, oh my gosh, Hannah, you're a trooper. So like Hannah just continues um, to like pray to God. And it says like, she went to the temple of the Lord. She was deeply distressed and prayed to the Lord and wept bitterly. Um, And then she, she vows, um, oh Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your servant and remember me and not forget your servant, um, but will give your servant a son, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of my life. Um, And she continues to pray this. Um, she prayed to a point where the priest Eli thought she was drunk. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like that's how much she was pouring her heart out yeah. to God. Mm. And um, like, oh, Eli, another unhelpful person. Eli says, how long will you go on being drunk? Put your wine away from you. But <laughs> Hannah answered, no, my Lord, I'm a woman troubled in spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but I have been pouring out my soul before mm. the Lord. And I love this because it, this is like, like validating like come to god with your desires yeah like the answer is not stop wanting relationship like that was never the answer oh like care more about your husband than your sons like no like that was never the answer here it's like come before the lord with your your soul and Mm. like she was so distressed that she wasn't eating (laughs) Mm. not that i recommend that for people but like that's the point where she was going and like um like later on it says like go in peace the god of israel grant uh grant your petition that you have made to him like um like she goes in peace um obviously like she gets her mm. samuel mm-hmm. but like even if that doesn't happen um i just think it's like such a beautiful picture of like what it's like to be close to god mm-hmm. in singleness or any insert any un right. unmet desire or unmet need um mm. yeah like just being yeah. honest before yeah. god yeah Ugh. and the thing is also it's like so i'm reading this book called gentle and lonely mm-hmm. Lo- not lonely oh <laughs> lowly <laughs> lowly uh-huh. um and so there's this one one part where it talks about how like god's actual like deepest desire is for you to come to him mm-hmm. with like all your baggage yeah. and like whatever you need to come to him about and so like there's this one verse in the bible where um like i think it's like Jesus comes down from like the mountaintop mm-hmm. after like preaching or something. And then like there's a guy with like leprosy who like approaches him and says, Oh, like God, like my Lord, like if you will, um, like please like heal me mm. or like make me clean or something. And then, um, and then Jesus says, like, yes, I will it. But in I think in Greek, the word for will, um, it actually means like um, like your deepest desire like mm. something that you like deeply deeply desire so it's like not even that like jesus wasn't like oh yeah like that's cool like i i, I will it like it's not simply like you i'll allow it right. yeah like sure it was it was actually like his like deepest desire oh. to heal him mm. so like yeah like god's deepest desire is to heal us and all of our like my heart <laughs> Dude, like he is, like, wants why i it. cry at night <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good yeah so it's like any desire or anything we want to come before god with mm-hmm. it's like god so longs for that too mm-hmm. yeah oh it's so good mm-hmm. i'm just basking <laughs> <laughs> the good good words you just said mm. Yeah, that's interesting because I think that's the first lie that comes into my head when I'm feeling something, feeling a certain way about like a bad date I went on. I'm like, why God? Why? Mm. <laughs> Shake my fist. Why would you do this to mm-hmm. me? Um, and after like 26 years of life and after 
so many years of walking with the Lord, my gut is like, God is withholding good. Mm. <laughs> you know, like God is not nice to you, Lizzie. Like mm. if he were the good God he says he is, he would not have allowed this. Um, mm. Oh, like that narrative is so strong. Mm. And like, I think now like I can name it. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, it's coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I bring that to God being like, God, it's, it's back. <laughs> the doubt, mm-hmm. the doubts and like all those like narratives are back. Um, but like, yeah, I think that's such like so healing mm-hmm. to, to, I guess just like dwell on those words yeah. and be like, oh, like it's not just something that God was like, fine, I can do that. Yeah. It was like, no, like I really want this yes. for you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. My favor is upon you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Mm, so good. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. So I, I want to get a little like fun here now. Okay. Um, <laughs> so like now that we're, we're all single, right? Ooh. Oh, do you guys have any like funny like date stories oh, as we're yeah. like <laughs> which one <laughs> <laughs> like okay can we talk about like best and worst or like most like fun. memorable oh, i love it date stories hmm. as single are we women? talking about first dates or just in general in general, in general. <laughs> oh. i need to think <laughs> let's see do you want to go first <laughs> <laughs> no i really don't Huh. Well, because I don't have that many date stories, actually, because I haven't I only went on one date with one person while I was single. OK. And he knows who he is. <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> He's cool. He's cool. He's cool. I have, so nothing to, I have nothing to say about it. Yeah. But I feel like because I feel like you guys have been on. Oh, the hinge life. Way more dates than many I have. Many dates. Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> hmm. Wait, do we want to do good first or bad first? Whatever you want to Whatever start Whatever your heart desires. Let me think. Let me think. <laughs> Maybe the funniest. Just the funniest. I don't even know Good if I bad. have any funny date stories. It's just like, oh, I went out three times with this guy and then he ghosted me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> we laugh, but our we hearts cry are laugh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cry, ha- laughing at the misery. <sighs> Let's see. Funny. Mm. Okay, I have a story. Okay. It's a short one. Okay. But actually, no, I have some good little bits. Okay. Um, I'm like... There's, I'm like laughing already. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a voice in the back of my head like, Lizzie, stop like bashing on these men. <laughs> no bashing. <laughs> okay, so this was uh, 2020. I was going on hinge dates and... Um, I matched with this guy and he was like located somewhere north. Like, is that Milwaukee? The one that's like across the border in Wisconsin? Yes. Yeah. He's Mm -hmm. like a student in Milwaukee and he was going to drive down Mm. to see me in Chicago. And I was like, oh, pressure. Mm. Um, Well, yeah, because there's nothing to do in Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I guess. And he he said he had friends here. So I think he was like, oh, Oh, okay. Um, And then um, I gave him like this intersection nearby my apartment where he was going to pick me up because i was like i don't want you to know my address Mm -hmm. stranger danger yeah and so he pulls up to this um (laughs) pulls up to this intersection he's like i'm in the white car (laughs) (laughs) it was a tesla you guys oh i have never been in a tesla i'm like yeah i'm not that kind you feel of like you're in a spaceship <laughs> i couldn't open the yeah. door like i literally just stared at him from outside being like um like there is no handle yeah so he like opened the door for me and was like 
I think because I had not met him before, I like didn't feel like we had enough rapport for me to be like, yo, you have a Tesla? Like, <laughs> like, have a Tesla? This is super cool. Like, oh my gosh, like show me what all the buttons do. Yeah. <laughs> so I just sat there like kind of like chill, like, mm, how's your day going? <laughs> we, we go to Chinatown, we eat dinner and like, uh, like pretty early on, he he shows certain pink flags that like pink flags, yeah, pink, flags. Um, pink flags, and I call them pink flags because I feel like it would float some other people's boats, but it just didn't float mine. Oh, so what were they? <laughs> so we were talking about like our respective like grad school journeys because I was in OT school. I am in OT school, and he's like a dental student. And oh, I really hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> but um, he, I, I was like gushing about like my OT journey because like I had mm. just. Like, I was just about to start school. And then he was like, I asked him, like, why are you going into dental school? He's like, oh, because I need enough money. He said he needed enough money. And then he said, "Um, I want my wife to be a stay-at-home wife. So I need to make enough money for the both of us. And I was like, dude, I just told you how much I love my career path. Like, you're going to literally say that right now. Like, read the room. And so I was like, ooh, like, just incompatible, you know? Uh. Like, I'm like, some people, that'd be fine, but not me. So I was like, ooh. And then we went to, like, Hello Jasmine for Boba. And then he was like, do you know this person? Do you know this person? And I was like, yeah, I do. How do you know I know these people? And he was like, oh, I stalked you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, And I was like, okay. And then, I don't know, just like, and then I think, like, we had enough, built enough rapport by then because... He drove me home and I was like, dude, mm-hmm. like, show me everything. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> show me how that button works, like how this gear works. Like, oh, he's he said something about like how you can drive You're pushing it like his autopilot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh. Um, and like it was fun. Like at the mm-hmm. end of the day, he was like a good guy. Good time. Um, but those I are... always call him Tesla guy. Tesla guy. But those yeah. are pink flags, though. Yeah. OK, well, so this is kind Maybe of a tangent. Just red flags. This is kind of a tangent. But uh-huh. like, what is it about certain men that like want their wives to be stay at home it's a lot to assume about another person (laughs) is that like i can't tell if that's like if they're coming so it could either be like them coming from a place of like like they want it's like gen like placing like gender norms on them Mm -hmm. like gender Mm -hmm. roles and then also I don't know. Maybe I'm like reading too much into it, but like men who like want to own their wives and don't want them to have any like freedom mm. or independence to be able to like live, like be like, like, you know, self-sufficient mm-hmm. and like fully dependent on them. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if that's what you want, that's kind of questionable. Cause it's like, like, why do you want that? Why do you want that? Yeah. I, I mean, but I think it's like an, it's like a sign of like, well, obviously a toxic masculinity, but like, mm. um, I think it's a sign of insecurity because mm-hmm. if you're yeah. so insecure that like your wife is going to have her own life and like mm-hmm. live her own life and like be able to like have actual like friendships and like relationships with other people and like be independent, like it's like, you're not allowing that. And like, you want to fully control her and like, you want to make sure that like, she's, she doesn't have access to any of that, any of that freedom. Mm-hmm. so that's a that's just yeah, like questionable it's really thing. Weird. or or it could be like the other hand where it's like oh like he genuinely wants his wife to like um not have to work if she doesn't want to and like have the freedom to like just be fully like provided for and stuff mm-hmm. which could which is like which could be nice too like some women want that and that's like great that's great for them mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think i so my mom was stay at home and 
I really appreciated that because like I loved being able to see my mom mm. but I don't know like I think that also fed into certain bad things like for example I never saw my dad mm. <laughs> so I'm like is that really the model <laughs> we mm. want where like I have no per- like no relationship with my dad growing up like he like still doesn't really know what I majored in <laughs> mm, oh <my laughs> like God. things like that where I'm like eh. mm-hmm. <laughs> hopefully it's a little bit more even mm-hmm. yeah mm. I don't know mm. how about you guys do you guys have any fun date stories <laughs> you go Evelyn I don't I honestly am racking my brain I'm racking my brain I don't, really, I don't think that I've had really any like crazy date stories like most of them are just like kind of sad <laughs> what about like a date that you had fun on like not funny but like fun date like a good date um, one time i went to an arcade with oh. a guy um and i had never done that before and he bought like fifty dollars <laughs> like worth of arcade tickets and i was like Dude, that's fun i love arcades <laughs> yeah i was like do you want to split that and he was like no it's fine <laughs> he just like paid for it all and i was like cool cool um yeah and that was fun Mm -hmm. um but then lady he was like no so (laughs) like he was like no i'm not feeling it so if you guys could like um plan a first date like what would you guys do like hmm a first date or a second or third just like what what would you want the date to look like? Yeah, because I think I, I think a mistake that I've made many times is that like I would always like te- like the guy and I would always like text for a while. Oh. And then so then the first date would end up being like a lot of events in one day. Um, because literally like all the first dates that I've been on, it's always been like a full day event thing. Oh. Cause, because, like, at that point, we had been texting for a while and, like, we just, like, really liked each other. Oh. Um, but I think that, like, I I don't I don't think I want to do that anymore. Like, I think f- moving forward, like, first dates, I just always want to have it just be, like, one thing. And then, you know, like, no pressure like that. Like, like just, mm-hmm. like, lower pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that... Um, I think I, en- I enjoy dates where, like, in a activity is involved mm. not just like dinner and like sitting down and like you're like kind of forced to just like talk to each other yeah because I, I like what i like about like activities is that you can see how the person acts yeah like in different in like natural scenarios like where you're not like forced to like face-to-face interact with them but like in just like whatever activity like let's say you're like you're bowling like mm-hmm. you see how they like interact with like and you they're know. forced to focus on something else right you know? and so it's like yeah. less pressure like uh-huh. you feel like less like you know yeah yeah so i like like activities me too yeah. i do too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i feel like though as a first date i like to have dinner like i like eating food together mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i maybe as a person who like really loves food mm-hmm. that's like for a first date, yeah, dinner. What's the um if you could like choose your ideal restaurant that they would take you out to, what Ooh. would it be? Or like cuisine. Cuisine Asian, like Chinese. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Of course, I'm always partial to Chinese mm-hmm. food, but And it's like, gonna be that authentic Chinese. Yeah. Ooh, yes. I actually like on that date I went on a couple days ago, he took me to like this really 
nice place. Like it was like really good food. Mm-hmm. Like I want to go back there. It was so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like for like a second or third date, like I agree about like going on activities because yeah. I feel like, like it can get kind for you. Uh, like, I don't know if it's sunny or like warm. I just want to like be outside. Like, <gasps> yeah. I don't want to walk. Yeah. Walk. Yeah. A walk. A walk is a prime time for you to hold his hand. So, okay, okay, okay. I'm just saying. So, I have to ask this question then. We kind of talked about this on Sunday. I thought this episode was about singleness. Yeah, but like, (laughs) we're pivoting. Dating dating is involved. Yeah, 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 you're right. With being single. Yeah. So, like, what are your your go to moves? Oh my gosh. my gosh. What are your moves? Oh like, no. like, let us in on your game. Imply, implore, 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 imply your wisdom. No, no, no. Impart. Impart, impart. impart your wisdom. Oh my gosh. Maybe mm. you have none because you're single. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all just run away. And that's all folks. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I my God. That was the first time I used it. I've been waiting to use that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you want to go I think first? You had a good one. I don't remember what you said, but. Well, I mean, there's a couple things that I do, um, and sometimes it flies and sometimes it doesn't. Um, the first thing I do is, like, yeah, like, I'm a little more touchy. Like, I will just, like, put my hand on their arm when they're being funny. Wow, you just gave me butterflies. <laughs> That's how single we are. (laughs) We give each other butterflies. (laughs) Um, I stand a little closer to them, et cetera, et cetera. You know, Mm. just a little more touchy. Um, And then the The tension when you're standing close to them. Actual physical tension. The the static. Yeah. Um, And then the other thing that I do that is like sometimes just really does not go well, which like very recently <laughs> did not go well uh-oh, <laughs> like uh-oh. it's like I get like like I do like this flirtatious banter thing where I'm like trying to like be funny and mm-hmm. like sarcastic and like kind of and like sometimes like they just don't get it at it's all the like worst. they can't understand like it's what the worst I'm when trying you have to, to explain do. your joke right yes yeah. yes and, like, people have very different senses of humor yeah. which is like, hard because you're like oh do you get my humor or are you gonna take it seriously <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. um and i think something that's like really attractive in general for both men and women is like confidence mm-hmm. so like i do try to like display a lot of self-confidence when i'm like flirting <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah you gotta sell it you yeah. Really have to. yeah like and that also plays into like it does take a ton of energy to like go on dates and flirt and stuff because you have to like just put your best self forward yeah man and that takes a lot of work you know what though that's burnout right there so Susie, you were mentioning this earlier but that golden period of like post breakup zero to six months yes Something about that is like invincible period of time where you're like your most charming self and you're not even trying. You're truly embodying hot girl energy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing else. Just hot, hot girl energy. Just and like, I completely. realize that when I'm trying to flirt, it never goes well. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, Lizzie, you're being so awkward right now. But like, if I'm not trying, I, I feel like I can sense it where I'm right. like, oh my gosh, like the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can feel it. I can feel it. Uh, um. Like truly, like 
I would fall in love with myself if I <laughs> if I was as I'm doing that as I'm being charming I'm I'm falling in love with myself yeah, yeah, I'm like yeah. oh my god like there's no room for another person because <laughs> we already got a relationship with yeah. them with, with her with Susie <laughs> like, yeah. we already in a relationship. it's like yeah it's like you just feel like mm. yeah yeah you're the hottest little piece of meat out yeah. there and yeah. like okay I think a big part of that is touch where like so after exiting a relationship you have all this pent up affection and touch that is not going anywhere right Mm -hmm. so it starts spurting out of you Mm -hmm. and it does not discriminate (laughs) yeah you're like you gotta watch yourself (laughs) yeah and i think like that's like a big thing for me too is like touch Mm -hmm. of like oh like i will like be more flirtatious with the little like shoulder tap or actually Mm -hmm. more like a shoulder hold Mm -hmm. (laughs) shoulder caress (laughs) yeah and no what, what what was the other oh we talked about like the street thing um, oh yeah yeah oh. men if you're out there <laughs> listen closely because this one works this one works yeah like so like if you're okay but it's the way that you do it is important okay <laughs> that's true so if you're walking on the street right um let's say that your girl is walking on the side where the cars are like closer mm-hmm. to the cars if you like switch her over to the other side so that your opportunity for touch by the way yes uh and to show initiative and protection oh, yes wow. um, like, all the traits yes like um and then you walk on the side where the cars are that's hot that's hot right there <laughs> 10 out of 10 but 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 you can't be like you can't be like oh like i'm just gonna move you over here because it's dangerous like don't mm-hmm. no don't no, it. no no mm-hmm. don't say it like don't say anything just do it like like it doesn't mean anything. Like it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. But we'll notice. But we'll we notice. We'll notice. <laughs> we'll notice. Yeah. I'm not sure that that will actually fly with all girls. But <laughs> just <laughs> two out of three. Just, I'm just saying this has never occurred to me. So I guess I, I, think I, I don't know thing. from experience. I think it's but like I guess a K-drama I would just be thing. like a really little is. bit weirded out. And like I do consider myself like a fairly independent person. True, true. So like that could like step on my toes a little bit. Mm. Like the idea... Like, there is something really healthy about a man wanting to, like, protect you, right? Mm. But then I'm also, like, but I can also protect myself. <laughs> That's true. That's that true. is true. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I think mm-hmm. we do have to acknowledge that there is literally no tangible effect of Right. Exactly. Like, you don't car. need like, that. It's like, not, it's not going to do anything. Yeah, it's not going to actually protect the lady. Yeah. But, like... I don't it's know, like it your act of it. Really nice. yeah. <laughs> Protect me, daddy. <laughs> Protect me. Protect I don't me. Know. I'm baby. I'm baby. <laughs> I'm just I'm a baby. Fetus. Yeah, yeah. I'm See fetus. TikTok. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's also a move, girls. Huh. Um, like exuding I'm baby energy. Yeah. But it only works obviously if they they're interested in you. But like, mm-hmm. um, like, I I think. When I'm with a guy that, like, there's chemistry, it actually, like, accentuates my feminine traits and accentuates their masculine traits. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to speak super binary, but, like, yeah, like, I've noticed that, like, I can be freely, like, as ego and as cute as I want to be or not, but Mm -hmm. I can. Yeah. And they will take it all in. Yeah. You you know know what's interesting is because, like, I, like, I actually have so much ego, mm-hmm. but I only show it to my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm dating someone. So like Dude, people, that guy's going to be so like blessed. I feel like people <laughs> like, cause I feel like, um, on the outside, like 
I mean, Evelyn was saying on Sunday. Because <laughs> we were like, talking about the podcast, right? Yeah. And then this girl goes, yeah, like, I, I, just, I just feel like um, Lizzie is like, like, Lizzie is on one end, one end, and Susie, you're just like on the other end, end, and like I'm just in the middle. Like I just like bring you guys together, and I'm like, oh, interesting. Like, so what end is Lizzie on? And she goes, she goes, yeah, she's just very gentle and like soft, <laughs> and then, and, and then she never finished the sentence. <laughs> Dude, it's but, all about how you manifest you know yeah. it's like we have both we everyone has both but mm-hmm. it's like who's showing it like outward right so it's like but like that makes sense because it, and also i mean when you said that i was like i should i actually took that as a compliment because mm. i was like I, it was huh. a compliment yeah you're like, like, like good like <laughs> I, I want woman people crush. Yeah. i want people to be scared of me like <laughs> i don't want like stay away from me but then yeah. but then it's like when you get to know me like i have oh, so much ego I love it. and so much like i'm Bit, like big baby energy <laughs> big baby energy no, i love it no that's like actually but yeah also, it's like only to my boyfriend i'll ever show we, it we i will show it to about, no like, one else cats you know and we talked mm-hmm. about how like you gotta earn them kinda, yeah like they're emotion. i'm definitely a yeah. cat no it's worth it it's like yeah. oh you like waver you need to earn my trust yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> do you have do you know what, i mean do you, you know what ego is like i, I, I feel take, like you explained it to me so mm-hmm. i think i get it um mm-hmm. i would say i have maybe less of it than mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys but i don't know like <laughs> i don't i'm not familiar with this term have you guys seen me express ego can i say something can i speak into your life yes Ooh, yes okay. totally i've seen you become more closer edging closer to ego when you're interested in someone mm. <laughs> well that would make sense yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. so it's like i think everyone has the i, I want to like, see that side yeah, of you yeah um, well the thing is though like everyone has ego in their own way i think because yeah, like sure. my ego is not like oppa like that type, that type <laughs> of ego like but it's like I, i'm not gonna show an example <laughs> but, Please. no yeah maybe <laughs> maybe down the line i'll consider those podcasts a, a boyfriend of mine <laughs> show it on here but yeah. um okay well so then question then how do you think you guys are different when you're in mm. a relationship versus being single <laughs> <laughs> wow feels like eons ago right Can't remember <laughs> i think like for me um so um <laughs> uh, like when you're with a significant other um so like just like biologically like when you're with someone that like loves you and like um you love back um they they like regulate your autonomic nervous system like they make you calmer oh. like a calmer person mm-hmm. um by the way like i have a great idea for a hallmark card it should say like have a heart and then on the inside it's on the inside of the heart, it should say, you regulate my autonomic nervous system. Isn't that wow. so cute? I would buy that. <laughs> I would buy that for myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it's like when you're with someone, like you just feel like more at ease and like, you, I don't know. I, I just feel like when I'm in a relationship, like I'm just more like, like I'm like less anxious because mm-hmm. when you're in the company of someone you love, mm-hmm. like you don't really feel pressure to like always be productive. Mm-hmm. Like as I do when I'm single, I um, always feel the need to like be doing stuff because I have the time to. But yeah, it's like you just feel like more like at ease, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. I think, again, going back to like 
I wouldn't call it Freudian, but mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like they are your safe space, right? Like right. your partner is your safe space. So like, it makes sense that it would regulate you. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've only, again, like not enough relationship experience to like f- know it very well. But I also remember feeling very like, wow, this person is my like safe space, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, haven't felt that in a while, but. yeah very nice feeling Mm. I think that's so beautiful like I feel like I can't really like speak into this because like I've never really been in a relationship and and so like that's something that like I can like hope for in one and I think just like hearing you guys like stories and like experiences in that like just reminds me of like how it's a good thing like that safe space Mm. yeah so I think like one closing thought that I have or like kind of advice that I would like to like impart on anyone else who's single. I mean, this is like a running theme throughout all of our episodes so far, but like, like what Evelyn was talking about earlier, like, um, the feeling pressure to like seek people because out of a scarcity mindset of like scarcity in time, Mm -hmm. scarcity in available men. Um, it makes you kind of like, I think it makes you more prone to settling. Whereas if you're coming from like an abundance of love, um, and this is kind of like what we talked about at Sunday school on Sunday, like uh, the triune God, like the father, son, and the spirit, they created humanity out of the abundance of their love Mm -hmm. within the relationship that like the three of them like had. So it's like navigating your singleness or navigating dating from an abundance of love but then also it's like where are you getting that love from right it's like Mm -hmm. kind of hard so that's like something that i'm still navigating to figuring out how to Mm -hmm. operate out of an abundance but like being filled Mm -hmm. Mm. yet also like not being in a romantic relationship Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah but then also like acknowledging that like when you're single, it's hard to have all your needs met. And that's why the relationships are are a good thing. So mm-hmm. that they meet your needs. Right? Oh my gosh. I wish, I don't know if this is like too late into the podcast to talk about, but um, when you're single, like, yeah, like I feel like there are needs that are like not being met, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but like you were saying, Evelyn, I think it's in recent years because... I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that like a lot of people around us are entering into relationships mm-hmm. also where it's like key people in our lives are becoming occupied. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Susie, we talked about like emotional boyfriends. Oh yeah. You know? And like I've last year I've had like several. So emotional boyfriend being like not someone I'm dating like at all but like someone who has provided the emotional support that is almost like on par really like level with like someone who could be operating like a boyfriend Mm. um I've had like some of those supports taken out from under me recently Mm. and I'm like crap (laughs) like I feel the deficit yeah (laughs) and um I don't know where I was going with this thought but basically like Mm -hmm. yeah figuring out abundance in these these spaces um Yeah. yeah I kind of want to, like, talk about how, like, like, I feel like 
I have kind of experienced this kind of coming from a place of lack and now like coming out of a place of abundance and maybe Mm -hmm. I'm speaking too soon, but just to go like short story time, like probably like 2020, like going into 2021, I was feeling like very, very lonely. Um, I think everyone was feeling a little lonely that year. That was like height of the pandemic. Like everyone was kind of quarantined, isolated on their own, but like, especially for me, cause I was like in China for a lot of it. And then I like came back and was like at home and not like really within a community. Um, and I was really like, I was very sad <laughs> and I was very lonely, which, uh, was really hard. And, um, and then eventually like coming up to Chicago and then coming back into a church community has actually been like incredibly life-giving for me. Like, wow, I do not feel lonely right now. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm still single, right? Like I don't have a relationship. And I was thinking a a lot about that, like in 2020 about like, how I was like wanting a boyfriend so badly and wanting to be in a relationship, especially like, cause I was kind of talking with this guy that I was like really into, but he like didn't reciprocate. And like, that was like very emotionally traumatizing. Um, but then like coming into like this year, maybe even like, I don't even know really when it started. Um, but like I, I can correlate it with like coming back into like a church community and like a loving, um, supportive community where like, I'm not feeling lonely, even though I'm, I don't have a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and like, I, I am praying for a boyfriend, um, now but like I do feel like it's coming out of like a place of abundance and not out of lack right Mm. now Um, and I have been thinking a lot about like how community and friendship is sufficient you know like to fill some of those like emotional needs and like maybe it's like dependent on like your season in life like sometimes maybe your emotional needs are not being met and like you're still lonely Um, but I guess like personally for me, like, I feel like I'm generally thriving. Um, and it feels really good. Like, I love that for you. Yeah. And I'm just trying to see if I like, I'm looking at my notes here to see if I like had any other thoughts of this, but Mm. yeah, I just feel like it's not like, like you can be sufficiently emotionally supported <laughs> without a boyfriend. Yeah, like a terrarium. Yeah, yeah. Terrarium. a terrarium. 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 Yeah, and also like maybe this is a hot take. Um, like Jesus is my boyfriend kind of hot take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like I have experienced like God's love in ways that I like hands down like would not have been mm. able to if I had been in a relationship mm. and I don't know if that like justifies like like okay like single for life mm. like yay I like this better like I don't think that's true but like I don't think I would trade those experiences of like such closeness with God that like I think it comes from like areas of pain or suffering you mm-hmm. know and like um like that I feel privileged in that where I'm like I have experienced God's love more because God actually like meets us in like deficits and he meets he he's like prone or like partial to the oppressed he's partial to those who are suffering like you know when it says like Jesus like actually I don't know I'm gonna butcher the phrase <laughs> but it's like Jesus goes to the widows <laughs> like, yeah Jesus, no like, yeah 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 like he that's like where he's caring like right. you know where he's going it's like those areas of hurt he and goes I'm, to like, the gentle and lowly yeah and, hurt. and yeah. like I'm like dude like 
I have like witnessed it mm. <laughs> and like I can like confidently say that it's like so good mm. Mm. <laughs> um yeah I feel like in that sense like mm. it's like I don't feel lack because God has supplied as much mm. as feels mm-hmm. like it is lacking mm. like he, he didn't stop at a certain point where I'm like 80% filled no like I felt 100% filled like you know <laughs> um yeah yeah totally and for some people that means god has to fill from 20 to 100 and for some people it means 60 to 100 you know mm-hmm. like yeah but i got 80 mm-hmm. percent <laughs> like mm-hmm. i needed more <laughs> so god filled more um so but yeah both to 100 percent. yeah yes. yeah it's just like whoa like who knew god could do this like i wouldn't know if i hadn't felt like these right yeah and this is like kind of what i said before like when we're hanging out on sunday but like it's like it means more like when you have like a hundred dollar debt versus a thousand dollar debt when someone cancels your thousand dollar debt or your when your someone cancels your hundred dollars you're just like oh cool like thanks but then if it's a thousand you're like oh god thanks like oh wow like that's a lot like your gratitude (laughs) is even more right it's like significant yeah yeah like so like the more like in deficit you are Mm -hmm. the more that you experience god's love and grace Mm -hmm. to like a much greater degree yeah yeah Mm. so like so then for both of you like both of you for where you are currently at in your singleness, what advice would you give to your younger self in singleness? Ooh, how much younger are we talking about? <laughs> uh, your younger self when when you needed when you needed this advice. Mm. When you most needed whatever advice you're going to give. Mm, I think for me like I probably needed it most after like a particularly devastating breakup. Um, this was a while ago. Um, but I remember like, I don't think I've felt this in a, like since then, but back then I, the, the thoughts, the invasive thoughts that I was wrestling with back then were like next level. Like the thoughts were things like, Oh my gosh. Like, um, like basically I felt like the reason why the relationship didn't work was because like I had to choose God over this guy mm. and I like regretted it <laughs> oh. and I like thinking back on it I'm like oh my gosh like I I feel a little ashamed admitting that but like more days than not I wish I had picked him over God mm. and like that's so scary to admit but like it was true mm-hmm. and I when I was wrestling with those thoughts like every night like dude like Lizzie you made a huge mistake Mm. (laughs) um like I feel like I would go back and say to to old Lizzie um like what's the bible verse that goes um just like wait and see the Lord deliver you Mm. like like you are gonna see God's salvation Mm. like just like sit tight with your popcorn (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like oh my gosh like you're gonna see it so bad Mm -hmm. (laughs) so good (laughs) um and like I think like I really didn't think I would I I was like this is it my life is like over like I'll I'll live but you're gonna regret it yeah yeah. like nothing is coming ahead of me Mm. and um like God was like 
sweeter than he has ever been mm-hmm. um and like i was forced to cling to god in ways that like i had never been forced to cling to god to like for example mm-hmm. like i couldn't go to sleep without christian music on like that's mm-hmm. and like i have never felt that in my entire life where like i literally couldn't go to sleep without like god's mm-hmm. promises going through my head mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and like there is something to that desperation that mm-hmm. like i don't feel that desperation right now but like mm-hmm. when i look back to those times i'm like oh my gosh like god like supplied and it was so good and i think i would yeah go back to my single self back then and be like dude like you're gonna see good things like like be excited for what you're gonna see like you don't have to think like far from you have peaked but more like oh my gosh like you're in for a show Mm -hmm. (laughs) god's gonna deliver yeah he's gonna do it in like the flashiest best way because otherwise you're not gonna know (laughs) like Mm -hmm. you're gonna think it's something like you're not gonna catch it unless it's incredibly obvious yeah (laughs) so i feel like god's always like let me make it abundantly clear like how much i love you um Mm -hmm. yeah so dude okay so there's this one picture um okay so there's two forms of media there's two like medias forms of media that have like gotten me through the hardest times of my life like reoccurring like like again and again Mm -hmm. so like one of them is like the song um you know better than i Mm. that was in like the joseph movie (laughs) the animated (laughs) oh my gosh so good (laughs) um but then so like the lyrics really helped me through my my, like hardest most difficult times another thing is um a picture it's like an illustration of um so it's this like little girl holding a teddy bear and Jesus like kind of like crouching down next to her and behind his back, he has an even bigger teddy bear. And then like the little girl, but there's like a speech bubble and she's saying, but I love it, God. Like, I don't want to give it to you because I like love my teddy bear. Um, but then behind, I, I, I don't know if I don't know if I'm making this up. I don't know if the illustration has like Jesus saying this, but I feel like Jesus would say, like, just trust me. Um, and like he's like holding a even bigger teddy bear behind mm-hmm. his back and like just waiting to give it to her, mm-hmm. but only when she like gives the small teddy bear to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, that imagery, man. <laughs> Every like that has gotten me through like very hard uh, times too. It's like yeah. Jesus, God only has better things in store for you. Oh yes, yeah. amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Evelyn? Advice to your younger single self. I think. I don't know if this is really pertaining particularly to singleness, um, but I think just like every hard thing you go through is going to grow you. And I feel Mm. like that's very cliche and like kind of obvious, but like just like keeping that in mind, like in the moment of like your suffering, man, it really sucks. (laughs) You're like, man, there's so much pain and like, I can like come out of those things or like or even like like during them and even like afterwards I'm like what is the takeaway from this like what Mm -hmm. did I learn like it was just really sucky and it hurt a lot Mm -hmm. um but then like maybe even years later it's like you look back and you're like if I had not gone through this situation or this suffering like I would not be here today. I wouldn't be the person that I am today, mm. which speaks to just like how God is like constantly sanctifying us um, throughout our lives through like both good and bad things. Um, and like, so like just to like trust that sanctification process, like, mm-hmm. you know, that the imagery in the Bible of like how he refines us through fire, like, um, man, fire is like really hot and really painful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um 
but yeah i think that's what i would say to my younger self mm. Mm. Did you have anything to add to that, by the way, for you? Your uh, advice to you? So if I, when I think about like, um, I think this was like, this is kind of personal, but like the hardest night of my life that I can remember, it's like a core memory because it was like the worst night of my life. It was the night when um, my, like, it was like my first real like boyfriend in college. Um, he so he like previously like cheated on me once um i forgave him because it wasn't like like that it wasn't like um a high like a high degree of cheating um but then the second time i like caught him um and that night that like i confronted him like it was just like the worst night of my life like i just remember like um like if my friend wasn't there for me like i don't know what i would have it was just like so devastating um but anyways like i just remember like going to like my friend's dorm um and just like i couldn't even sleep like i was like up all night like i finally barely like managed to sleep for like a, like i think like 30 minutes at like 6 a.m but like um i just remember like feeling just like my entire world was like shattered um but anyways like <laughs> if i were to give so like so i guess at the point i was single well, breaking up like it's like i feel like um the advice that i would give to myself my single self is like when I freshly went through a breakup mm. that breakup in particular, but like I wouldn't even give myself advice. I think I would just laugh at myself. Like if I were like, if I could go back in time, <laughs> I would like <laughs> look at, look at heartbroken Susie. Oh. I think I would laugh. I would, I would laugh because I'd be like, girl. Cause if I was like, Oh my God, like I know it's like so hard right now, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, maybe that's the right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> for myself but the reason i would laugh is because i want to show her that like mm. like he like he's not he, he's like nothing to cry about like oh my god like and just like years like i mean now like i i like hear stories about him occasionally and he's the most like embarrassing person. Embarrassing. <laughs> Embarrass. Like Embarrass. just so like what the like why are you sad over him? Mm, like I oh feel my that. god, like I feel it. Yeah, so I think I would just like laugh at her like it'd be like dude you, you're like, fine. Like you'll you're, be fine. <laughs> you'll be fine. Like <laughs> don't I mean you can cry but like he, you know how they say like oh he's not worth your tears. Like I don't, I mean I don't really like when people say that because it's like well when you're sad like when you gotta cry you gotta cry you like cry. don't say like just because something is you feel like it's not worth it doesn't mm. mean that you'll not be sad about it mm -hmm. but like that guy was not worth being sad about <laughs> like truly <laughs> like oh my god i don't know that maybe i'll share so this in our breakup episode but mm. yeah so i love that <laughs> you're like yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so well yeah guys thank you so much for difting it up with us <laughs> we got real difty up in this dift <laughs> <laughs> should we change the name of the podcast <laughs> you know we might <laughs> um so yeah thanks so much for listening thanks for hosting yes, always thank Susie. you for having us Susie. You're a trooper. you guys are so welcome anytime and this won't be the last time we'll yeah, have we'll be back. much more dift episodes wow more exciting Let's get diff <laughs> excited. I don't know. Excited. Okay. <laughs> it's time to it's time to go. <laughs> All right. Peace.